You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 108. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hello there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm excited about today because we are going into our second episode of a two-part series all about creating online training courses. And last week was all about how to price your course, because I know that is a hot topic that comes up again and again, but I actually wanted to back up in this episode and talk to you about becoming an expert inside your online course. Now, when I was first starting out about six years ago, I remember being afraid of so many different things. One of the biggest things I was really afraid of was putting out content, posting, making videos, and then no one actually reading or watching what I was doing. And so I asked myself, how can I be an expert if I'm brand new at all of this and no one is paying attention to what I'm doing? Now, in my head, I thought so-called experts have bazillions of adoring fans And they're featured on huge stages and on TV. And if you don't have that kind of clout, you obviously must be a fraud. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I really felt that way. And I think at times you may feel like a fraud as well. At least most of the people that I've talked about who are building businesses online, at one point or another, they say to themselves, who do you think you are? You really shouldn't be teaching this are you crazy? Like that little ugly voice rears its little ugly head sometimes more often than not. When you're just starting out, you're not sure about your content and you're not incredibly sure about your audience. You're not seeing the likes and the comments that you think everybody else is getting. Now, when I work with Tony Robbins, he used to say that we all have two primary fears. Number one, we're not enough. And two, we won't be loved. Now, I know I'm going somewhere different here and we're talking mindset, but I think at the end of the day, these two fears, we're not enough and we won't be loved, hold us back in any area of our life, especially when we are building our online businesses. I remember when I built my first online course, I was scared that I didn't know the right information. I didn't have the right content. I wouldn't attract the right audience. And in the end, I wanted to make that connection with my audience. I wanted to be loved by my potential students, and I wanted to be respected as an expert as well. And the truth is, now looking back after all these years, I truly believe this about myself and about my students, that you can be the expert inside your online course, even if you're just starting out, even if you're not swarmed by hundreds of thousands of fans. The truth is, Right now, this minute, you are enough. Now, I want to share with you five course creation reminders that I've used while building my business. If you're thinking about building a course in the near future, or maybe you've just felt like a fraud in your business and you're getting stuck with the mindset stuff, I think you'll find these reminders incredibly valuable. 
Now, before we get into it, I want to tell you about this week's freebie. Whether you're a coach, consultant, speaker, freelancer, or service provider of any kind, owning your own course is a game changer that can have a dramatic effect on your income and impact. It's the biggest key to leveraging your efforts and stepping out of the time for money trap that so many entrepreneurs get stuck in and rarely escape. And if you've waited for the right time to take that very first step to creating an online course, then I can't wait to reward your patience with the training that will set you and your business up in an amazing new direction. Recently, I've reverse engineered the biggest lessons I've learned from five of my own successful online courses that have served over 38,000 entrepreneurs while generating $6.4 million in revenue. And I put all those key learnings in a brand new free masterclass. My live masterclass is called How to Confidently Create Your First Six-Figure Course in 60 Days. And before it's too late, I want you to grab your virtual seat. To do so, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash courses And you can get your seat now and I'll see you there live. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into those five course creation reminders. Reminder number one, your newness is an advantage. So expertise is a sliding scale. You don't need to wait until you're the world's most sought after expert before creating your course. As long as you're a little further ahead than the segment you're seeking to serve, and you know you can deliver results, that's extra important, your relative newness can be an advantage that makes you appear more empathetic and relatable. I love watching people who are just starting out themselves. They're quirky, they're funny, they're vulnerable. That's a key word here. That feels real to me. So just remember, stay true to your personality, really embrace your quirkiness, whatever that might be, And let that come out in all you do when you teach your lessons inside your course. And again, your newness is actually an advantage. Now, when you're just starting out and you're thinking you've got to be an expert in this before you teach it, I want you to remember a few things. One, you don't need to be an honorary PhD at an Ivy League school or a world-class authority whose books have been translated into 82 yet to be discovered languages. No one needs this level of expert training in your course. They need you and exactly who you are right now. You know, the old adage less is more. And indeed here it is. Keep it simple. When you're starting out, stick to your message and worry less about translating your message in a million ways to people. Do you inside your course, teach your content impeccably. And again, your newness will shine through in a really positive way. Now, you also don't need to be a blogger or podcast creator extraordinaire. It's okay if you haven't been blogging or podcasting for months or years to earn your right to build a profitable online class. Blogging and podcasting for a really long time is not a way to earn your right. To earn your right, you've got to know your content and you need to know that you can get results. Whether you've gotten results for yourself or other people, it's important that you know how to translate what you've done into a lesson that other people can take those steps and get the results that they're after. You also don't need to be a tech genius or a marketing guru or anything like that. Some of the most profitable online teachers are camera shy, 
technophobes who, despite their hesitation to embark on this project, choose to step up to the responsibility to teach in a profitable, scalable, and impactful way. Be that person. Now, one more thing. It's hard to remember, but we all started out somewhere. I often think of my mentor, Marie Forleo, and she didn't start out appearing on Oprah. She started out as a bartender. And from there, she grew and grew and grew. So think about the people that you admire. And remember, they started out at the beginning just like you. Reminder number two, you have amazing teaching skills. You do. I know that. You might not know of those teaching skills just yet, but you've got them. If you can hone in on what makes you unique, I call it your secret sauce or your hook, and incorporate that into your teaching style, you will be one of the few online course creators that will captivate your audience one lesson at a time. Now, this is my specialty. The way I teach, I think, makes me unique in my industry. And I think that because one, I feel really confident and really good when I'm teaching. So how you feel actually says a lot about what you're doing and how you're doing it. But also beyond just that, the feedback I get is always around my teaching style and my step-by-step and my patience and my compassion and all that good stuff. I tell you all of that, not to brag, even though it sounds like I am, but really I tell you all of that because I want to give you some of my secrets to success in terms of cultivating your own teaching style and how you teach inside your course. So tip number one is that sequence and syntax matter. So inside your course, being knowledgeable about a topic is really different than knowing how to teach it. The order in which you unveil your content will make a huge impact in your students' ability to implement it. So when you're teaching, or at least even backing up more, when you're thinking about the content that you're going to put in your course, I always suggest to my students to create a really fleshed out outline. And when I'm teaching this outline process that I teach in my course, I tell my students that we want to uncover a series of steps or a process or a system. Systems sell. There is no doubt about it. So this doesn't pertain to everybody, but it pertains to more of my students than not. And that is that there's got to be some kind of sequence to what you teach. And if your students can follow along, like they're going on a journey with you as you teach, they're going to get results so much more quickly than if it felt scattered or unorganized to them. So again, I want you to start thinking about How can you put your course lessons into steps or a process, a blueprint, phases, or ultimately some kind of system makes a huge difference. And it's easier to create the content when you do it that way. My second secret to becoming a world-class teacher inside your own course, which again, sets you apart from 99% of the competition is to set expectations throughout your program. So when your students know what to expect and where they're going, they're more committed to staying with you on the journey. And one of the biggest frustrations as a course creator that I have is when my students don't go entirely through the program. I mean, full disclosure, I've purchased programs where I haven't gone entirely through the program. I even probably have a few that I haven't even started. So if you ever have that, what I call program junkie guilt, I've totally been there. 
But those courses that I start and I finish all have something in common. And that is that the course creators set the expectations for me because I don't know about you, but before I start anything really important, I've got to know where you're taking me. It's kind of like if my husband came home and he said, Amy, we're going on a hike and it's going to be a five hour hike and you're going to love it. I need some specifics before I go out on that hike with him. I want to know where we're going, what that hike's going to look like, you know, all the details. And I know that might sound terrible because it might mean that I'm not so spontaneous and that might be true. But when I know where I'm going and what to expect, I'm all in, I'm totally committed. So that's how it works inside courses with your students as well. So let me tell you how I do that. One of the things like my secret to success inside courses is that before every single module, I have a snapshot video. Now, the way I do courses and a lot of the way I teach inside my course is that I teach people how to first create modules and then create lessons inside that module. So let's say it's module one and I have three lessons. Well, I start out the module with a snapshot video. And in that snapshot video, I talk about the three lessons they're going to learn. And I don't just tell them about what they're going to learn, but I tell them why it's important. And this is like a two minute video, really short, but I'm setting expectations. So they go on the journey with me. Like I'm leading you there. Come with me. Let me show you what we're going to do. Those snapshot videos make a big difference in getting the commitment from my students. Another thing I do is I start every lesson inside my course with a slide that says, here's what you'll discover. And there's usually about three or four bullets. And I just map out what we are going to learn in that specific lesson, because the module is like the big picture. Now I want to get really focused and specific on maybe one specific tactic or strategy. So every single lesson starts with the slide. Here's what you'll discover. And that is just like one of my signature slides that you'll see throughout. And I want you to start thinking about what your signature slides might look like, because that repetition that my students are seeing builds a lot of trust and affinity as well. And my third secret to success in terms of becoming a world-class teacher inside your course is to develop your signature teaching style. And this is incredibly unique just to you. So developing a signature teaching style will set you apart from your competition, and it will also solidify your relationship with your students. They become diehard students. They'll start to love how you teach because you actually took the time to make it very specific and very unique to your personality and your strengths. So let me give you some examples of my teaching signature style that maybe you can incorporate in yours. One is that in every one of my lessons, I have a slide that says where you might get stuck. Now, this is actually really specific to my webinars that convert course. And in that course, there's some areas where my students might get stuck, maybe mentally or with an actual technique or strategy. So, so much of what we teach has to do with mindset, right? Throughout a course, you want to be inspiring the whole time. So sometimes I'll teach something in my webinars that convert course and I'll say, okay, so this one might stop you in your tracks because you might start doubting your ability to do X, Y, Z. So don't let this part get you stuck. Here's what you do. So I have special slides to really point out those kind of sticky bits that my students might stop dead in their tracks. So that's one of my signature teaching style points that I put inside my course. Another one is the final slide in all of my lessons is a slide that says, make it real. And I want my students to take action. 
So I always give them an action item that will help them take action right away on what they just learned. Because usually my lessons are pretty intense. I have a lot to share because I go step by step. So at the end, I'll say, okay, that was probably a lot, but here's what you need to do next. And so I end with that. So that's beyond just setting expectations, but it's my way of taking care of my students. So one of my styles is to hold your hand throughout the process and to be patient and to be really compassionate with you because I know this is all new. So you need to start thinking about your style. I know some course creators that are incredibly sarcastic, super funny in their courses. They lead with tough love, no BS, and totally different than my style. And I love it because it's them. So you don't need to be like me by any means. You just got to let your own style shine through because they'll feel it. They'll know it's genuine and authentic. And so they're going to go along that journey with you because they feel like you're being real with them. So finding your own signature style, really important. Another way to do this is through your unique stories, examples that you've curated, different images that you can share that also creates a signature style because they get to see you behind the scenes. So those are three secrets to becoming a world-class teacher inside an online course. And I wanted to leave you with one extra little bonus tip to becoming a better teacher. And this one is coming to you straight from my dad, JB, circa sometime in 1980 something. And here it is. My dad used to take me to school in the morning. And when he would drop me off at grade school, I'd be getting out of the car. And right before I shut the door, he'd always say, have a good day, Amy. And remember, listen more than you talk. He'd say it so many times. It's like ingrained in my head. Listen more than you talk. Now, he probably knew I was a talker. I would get talking on my report card and get in trouble for it. So my dad knew me well. But I think of that now and I think, whoa, my dad was a pretty smart guy because when you're creating courses, you've got to listen to your students before you create the course, while they're in the course, after they create the course. You can do this through surveys or private Facebook groups just for your course students. However you want to do it, listen more than you talk. Your students will be happy to tell you what's working, where they're getting stuck, and also the amazing results that they're getting with your content. So you can thank JB for that one. All right, moving on. Course creation reminder number three, commitment will push you to the front of the line. Honestly, I've seen so many false starts with course creation from people who just don't follow through. And I have compassion for that because I know that a lot of mental roadblocks get in the way and a lot of false priorities, thinking other things are more important, get in the way as well. Now, a lot of people also do not finish their course because they don't treat their course creation as a project. And that truly is exactly what it is. I am not here to tell you that creating a course is easy. It takes time. It takes focus for sure. And it definitely takes commitment. However, an online course when done right can be your business's biggest, most leveraged asset but only when you treat it accordingly and show it the love it deserves. So I want you to find the time. If you're interested in creating courses, I want you to find the time to commit to your course. If you don't think you have the time, think about where you can save from different areas of your life. 
meaning you may need to reprioritize your week, change up commitments in order to make the time to build your course, or get really honest with yourself and say, where am I spending time that I'm probably wasting time? Oh, we have all, all done that, including myself. So if you do a little tough love with yourself, you probably can find those pockets of time that you're wasting time and we can eliminate that altogether. This is one of the biggest challenges in building a course, finding the time to create something that is up to your standards. Think about who you can team up with to help you hold yourself accountable. Maybe someone who you can check in with maybe once a week just to gauge your progress. I bet there's somebody else out there that is creating a course and the two of you can come together weekly for quick 30 minute calls, check in about where you promised you would be spending your time, what you've got done and what you need to do the following week. If you schedule that time with someone, you're going to make it happen. Course creation reminder number four, what you know has weight. So when I was first starting out to teach content, I did my research, I studied, I made sure I knew what I was talking about and that I was talking about areas that mattered. That comes back to listen more than you talk. I listened to my students to figure out what was going on. Now, your perspective is crucial to your students, how you see the world, how you see the content in terms of how you're teaching it. This matters tremendously. Remember that you are the expert when it comes to your voice, your content, and your audience. They want to hear your fresh take and all the passion and drive you give with it. And if you're afraid of your competition, which we'll talk about next, don't be. You have something that differentiates you, that makes you stand apart in a sea of experts. Embrace that uniqueness. So again, that reminder, what you know has weight, and you've got to believe in the content that you're going to put in your course. And that just might mean that you got to push yourself a little bit more to have the confidence in knowing that what you have to share with the world is a must. Your students need it. You got to believe in yourself. Now, your final course creation reminder, number five, is competition is good. Another fear I had when I first started out was that everybody else was teaching social media marketing. There were some huge names teaching it right when I came onto the scene. And I thought, who is ever going to listen to me teach this stuff? But I quickly learned that I can put my own spin on it or differentiate myself by really listening to what my audience wanted from me. I bet you've already heard that saying, where there's competition, there's a market. And I believe that wholeheartedly. But here's the spin that really matters when it comes to the profit potential of your online course. Where there's competition, there are jaded, disillusioned customers more determined than ever to find a real lasting solution. Your job is to swoop in and be their savior. There are so many courses out there that are not the perfect fit for some of the people that have gone through the courses. Maybe they couldn't relate to the instructor. Maybe the instructor taught in a way that just wasn't resonating with them. So even if they've already taken a course about your topic, that doesn't mean that they won't find your course incredibly valuable. So I want you to put your own spin on your topic. Again, differentiate yourself by really listening to what your students want from you. Your perspective, as I said earlier, is crucial to your students. Do not worry about the competition. So there you have it. All five content creation reminders. 
Over the years, I still hear these five reminders in my head every single time I'm creating a brand new course. Now, I want to leave you with one final thought, and that is that earlier I told you, you don't need to be a PhD or a world-class authority with tons of books out there on the market in order to teach the content that you know. You don't need to be a longtime blogger or a longtime podcaster or a tech genius or a marketing guru, but here's what you do need to be. You need to be a good listener. Remember the lesson from my dad, listen more than you talk. You also need to be someone who seeks to understand. You've got to really understand your ideal student for your course. What do they need and want from you? What are their pain points? And you've got to understand what they've tried in the past, what hasn't worked for them. That's always a telltale sign of what might work for them. You have to be an empathizer. You need to put yourself in your student's shoes, whether you've already been there or maybe you've never been there, but you really need to understand their needs and wants. And you need to empathize with those fears and challenges that they might be feeling. You also need to be present. You need to be right there with them every step of the journey, because that is going to separate you from so many courses out there. The presence makes a huge difference in getting your students to the finish line. And finally, you need to share. You need to share your own stories and examples and personal experiences so your students know that you really do get it and you're in it with them for the long haul. The more you share, the more connection you'll make with those in your course. So remember, you are legit. You are the expert because you know your stuff. So go get them, Tiger. And as a final reminder, I want to invite you to my limited time, brand new masterclass, how to confidently create your first six figure course in 60 days. I'm going to share with you the five key ingredients that have not only been behind my own blockbuster courses, but are a common thread across just about every successful online course I've ever seen. It's going to be live. I want you to grab your virtual seat. All you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash courses, and I will see you there. Thanks so much for being with me. Can't wait to connect with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 